Hi. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. Oh, we've got girls joining us already. Jamie Kendall. Hey, girls. Great to see you both. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Trans Tuesday. Uh, this is uh, an interactive online show produced by My Feminine Heart. I'm your host, Cassandra Storm. And joining us on screen, we have the beautiful Chloe Webb. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Cass. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Miranda. Um, so Chloe is our amazing uh, November Sister of the Month. And we're doing something special. So we have, this is the Transgender Awareness Week. So yay for that, everyone. Um, and this Friday is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. And um, so we're kind of like celebrating all week long. We've got Chloe on with us tonight, and we're going to talk about some of the real stuff, um, kind of like the good and the, and the bad and the experiences um, that she's lived through and has survived to tell the tale with her transitions. And um, her video, we, so she did, she also sat down with us and did a, a beautiful interview. Um, and anybody who knows Chloe, knows that um, she's a beautiful soul, beautiful heart, and she speaks very calmly and she takes her time. So <laughs> this is not, if sometimes you listen to the interviews and it's like, pow, 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 this is gonna be calming and we're, and it's a two-parter. So you're gonna listen to the first part. Um, this Friday is going to be kind of like her life um, growing up and the interesting things about your life growing up. And then she has this kind of pivotal moment and then boom, that's what you're going to hear about, um, Black Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving. So we're spreading out the Chloe over the holidays. So anyone who's going to be stressed out over Thanksgiving, you're going to have a little Chloe before a little Chloe after. <laughs> oh my goodness. We've got so many people joining us. Hi ladies. Oh, Miranda's cheering for you. She's like, Chloe, Chloe. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hi, Erica. Hi, Linda. Hi, Stephanie, <laughs> Christy, and Renee. Um, I wanted to give a special shout out before we get started um, and thank everyone so much. So uh, a lot of you saw I did a Facebook Live on Friday. It was the first Friday that I had not um, put out an email for My Feminine Heart. In fact, that was when you were supposed to first start seeing Chloe's interview was last Friday, but now we have it this Friday for the Transgender Day of Remembrance, which is even more perfect. Um, but yeah, so last week I had a fluke of anything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And it was at a time that I was feeling pretty burnout and I was putting out in the universe. I asked my therapist for big fans of mental health and support on the show. And I, I asked multiple people to help me figure out how to create better boundaries between myself, like personal life and, and work. Um, I don't know if anyone else, I imagine other people are experiencing this with a lot of us working from home. I've always worked from home, but my husband never worked from home. And now that he's home with me and working in healthcare in a pandemic, um, he's working all day long. And so if he's working, I feel like I need to be working and it's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to stop, you know? And there's, I feel like I, I was always raised with a big to-do list. I don't know if anyone else felt like that. And I just worked to get through my to-do list, which is never done. 
Um, and, you know, I, I put out into the universe last week. I'm like, I need to learn how to unplug. And the universe literally unplugged me and crashed my computer um, to the point where I wanted to take it on. I went away for the weekend. I wanted to take it with me and fix it over the weekend. And I couldn't because I needed one cord to hardwire my computer into my ethernet, which I did not have a compatible cord because I'm on a Mac. So for the first time ever, I didn't get my work done. I left on a trip without my computer. I felt, I thought I was going to feel unprofessional. I want to say that after all of your guys' love and support, you had so many comments. Oh my goodness. It, it, it touched me so much. I was trying to stay unplugged, but I did sneak on and I saw these beautiful comments from everyone about, you know, self-care and taking care of yourselves. You all mean so, so, so much to me. Um, that I wanted you to know that it truly was God in the universe unplugging me because I came home Monday morning, um, I rebooted, or I came home Sunday night, started rebooting the computer Monday morning, it came on, connected to Wi-Fi, I never needed the cord that I had waited for from Amazon. Um, and we are officially completely back up and running, almost like nothing happened. And that was like, you know, days of just struggle with everything going wrong. So um, you know, I, I am a big believer that if you put out into the universe what you need, the universe will respond. And for the last two nights, because I lost days of work last week, my natural instinct would be to work all night till I dropped. And I didn't. I still, I ended my day at five o'clock, went and worked out. Today, I ended my day at five, although we're on now, but this is like the best time of the week. Um, but I took some self-care time between five and now. So I'm like all pumped up and, and resurged. So Chloe and I were talking when, when we first got on, um, the way I felt, and I don't know if anyone else out there feels like this, when you're, when you're good and you're healthy and you're living your balanced life and you, you're kind of like, you're tired and you need to go on vacation. It's like you get restored from vacation and you come back and you can keep going. I feel like I was very unbalanced. Um, so when I went away on vacation, I didn't come back restored completely, but I came back with tools and the knowledge that I needed to make changes. So that was, that was really impactful. So I do feel so much better, but it's not, you know, it just going away was not the answer for a couple of days. It was the beginning of making some major changes. So there's one thing um, in my life, I don't know if anyone else has anything like this. Um, Chloe, please tell me if you do. There, there are certain things in my life that I've always wanted to do. And I think a lot of us connect with this, but I, I felt like I hadn't deserved it. I didn't deserve to take the time. I didn't deserve to take the money um, for something that's really special that, that I love. And I'm always like, well, I'll do this when I retire. And I kind of drove home from the mountains listening to country music and crying while I'm driving and thinking through this stuff. And I made the mental commitment that um, I'm going to go after this one thing that I have been putting off for year after year and year thinking I hadn't deserved it for myself. And it's nothing that's going to break the bank. It's going to be a little money. It's going to be some personal time. Um, but, you know, I feel like what we're being shown right now is life is short. If anybody deserves it, you do, honey. Oh, what? yeah. I mean, you've been so much to this community and to everybody that you come in touch with and you put everything into what you do. Um, and we all, we all need those times to step back 
and uh, and and focus on ourselves. And, and if it's just outfitting yourself for a few more days or weeks, that's fine too. Um, but yeah, you'll get another chance to, to do that respite. So I know it'll come around. Well, but yeah, thank you. So thank you everyone very, very much. And I know like, you know, we all struggle. We all deserve that. It's not just, it's not just me. We all deserve to take time for ourselves and to love ourselves and to treat ourselves the way we treat others. I mean, Chloe, you're, you're such a sweetheart and you have such a big smile. Um, you're, you're, you're so sweet. You know, we live in this sisterhood where we treat each other with so much more love and kindness and respect than we give back to ourselves. So, you know, I, I, it was hard sharing that story, honestly, like I didn't think I was going to want to share it last week. Um, you know, cause I felt embarrassed, you know, like my computer went down and I couldn't keep this going for everybody, but I hoped that at least sharing that helped people too to look at, you know, what I would say is look at your own lives. How balanced do you, do you feel? Are you giving yourself your best life? Are you giving yourself what you need anyway, but especially through COVID, you know, we just, so anyway, so this Saturday I plan to be doing that thing, um, that I made the mental commitment to do. It's an outdoor thing and it's weather dependent. So look for like a post or a live from me Saturday. If I'm making it happen, I'm not going to tell you what it is till, till then, but yeah. So anyway, Chloe, thank you. And thank you everyone for, for all your stuff, um, yeah. all your support. When you called me last week and asked me, you know, hey, can we change the plan a little bit? He's like, you know, I could tell something. I was like, yes, by all means, let's let's just go with the flow here and make this right. So uh, I'm glad things worked out for you. Thank you. And we have some some beautiful comments coming in, and I feel like this kind of goes into your story a little bit too. Um, Miranda says, look at you two and your cute glasses, the pair of you. We do. We are the glasses girls. Oh my goodness. Erica Fremont says, hi. Hi, Erica. Hi, Linda. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Christy. Good evening, Renee. Oh my goodness. So much love. Let's see. Let's see some hearts and some thumbs up for Chloe. Let's see some love coming in for Chloe. Um, hi, Leona. Hi, Bramlin. Leona says, it has been years over on CDH. Ah, Crossdresser Heaven. Yes, that was. Yes. Uh, well, that's well. I'll be talking about that uh, mm -hmm. when when you listen to the videos. I don't want to steal too much from that, but I do talk about the role that. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. Yeah. Okay. I um I I know that. Uh, it's so it's that's a big part of my story and what that played uh, in, uh, in changing my life. And I know that it's meant a lot to a lot of other people. And that's why I give so much back. Um, and of course, now I'm over on transgender heaven. They're both still related. But um, uh, that's, you know, yeah, just listen to the story. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so you are, you are going to go in depth. You are, she talks about um, cross-dresser heaven and transgender heaven quite a bit. Um, but you know, I, I, and we go into a beautiful depth into your interview, but let's share a little tonight on what it is. Cause for you, I feel like, would you agree that Crossdresser Heaven was your bridge? Yeah, it was, um, that was, uh, you know, at that point I really hadn't met anybody, uh, trans that I knew of, 
um, in person. I had um, been doing some uh, surfing on the internet, doing YouTube videos, learning makeup and clothing. That was, that's about all I'd done at that point um, beyond, um, you know, we'll just ignore the first 30 years of my dealing with this, but um, I'd finally made my decision to, to move on towards transition. And uh, of course, at that point, I was still kind of on my crossdresser or not. Um, uh, and and I love my crossdresser friends, um, still do. And but uh, at that point, that's how I was identifying. And um, and I followed a, a sister from the sorority I'm in. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, some breadcrumbs that she had left behind in her journey, and found crossdresser heaven. And I I just went to the site. I didn't I didn't have a clue what it was about. And next thing you know, I'm introduced to a world of people that like me oh my god and they're live it's not some video not you know something where you might talk to them in a comment on the bottom of a photo or something it was live people and they were having a hell of a time <laughs> so uh so yeah but you know what i love that because um you know you had this before the i'm gonna I'm, we're gonna call this the zoom era you know all the facebook lives and the zooms and um, there, there, you know, we've got my feminine heart. We've got first event does, does weekly meetings. Like so many trans support groups are, are doing stuff on a weekly or monthly basis. Um, some of the girls and, you know, they even meet and they do like a Friday night zoom. Um, but this is any time of day or night. It's a community of thousands of people that you got to go and just and safely interact with, but whenever you needed it, right? Right, yeah, fully moderated site. So we, we watch out for our membership um, and occasionally a troll will get in and do something, but uh, there's almost always somebody there that can uh, make sure that that problem doesn't get out of hand. And uh, so, and that's that's what I liked about it was, I mean, I didn't have to worry about uh, you know, sex and everything else that might uh, might come in. Um, and in the early days, uh, there were some folks that got in there that were doing some religious stuff and some political stuff too. Um, and it made it tough, but uh, the way everybody rallied around each other was just amazing. And uh, and it just, the, the longer I was on the site, the more in love with the folks there I got. And the, and the mission, um, just it just, it fit my heart. Um, and how I, uh, I've always been uh, uh, a giver at heart, and I just wanted to give back, and so I immediately just started diving in and helping as much as I could, what little knowledge I had of the community. I mean, at, at first, I didn't understand any of the language um, that, uh, you know, a cis person, I don't know, what's that? <laughs> you know, so, uh, so it, I mean, it's educational, too, for somebody who is new. Um, and there's still plenty of people out there that have not connected. So, um, uh, so it's, you know, we're excited every time, you know, somebody new comes in and, and discovering themselves and to be a part of their lives as they figure out their own journey. Yeah. Cause you are a volunteer ambassador right. and you right. help moderate and make sure that no one's coming in and, you know, um, saying horrible things like political things or religious things or just troll hate stuff you you make sure that that does not happen it's a it's a protected safe space that's that's right now 
that uh, that was a role I played on Crossdresser Heaven for a while. Um, and then when uh, the decision was made to bring up trans, and I'll talk about that uh, a little bit more in depth, but when the decision was to bring up Transgender Heaven uh, as a separate site, um, and that was a huge decision uh, not taken lightly because uh, we believe in a unified community, but um, the needs were different. And so, uh, so when I was uh, over there, they actually asked me to be the assistant managing ambassador. Um, I had I just didn't have enough time under my wings uh, at that point. Um, and we've been up for a little over two years now. And um, this past January, they made me asked me, made me, they made me do it. No, uh, they asked me to be the managing ambassador. So, uh, so right now, um, uh, that is the role that I'm filling there. And uh, um, eventually, I'll pass the reins on to somebody else. We've got some great uh, people there. And, um, and it's, a, it's a greater cross section, a lot of um, non-binary, uh, two-spirit, um, uh, trans males, trans masculine. Uh, it's, it's, it's a much broader cross section of the transgender community uh, than what you would see on, on Crossdresser Heaven. You know, trans males just, they, they don't, you know, dressing is just not their thing necessarily. So, you know, everybody's got their thing. So, you know, and we don't think, pretend or think that we are the only site out there that can support. Um, and uh, and we just encourage any other site that, because frankly, we all need that help. And and, uh, and you can always, uh, you know, what may not work for you here might work for you somewhere else. So, um, so we, we really want to, to support the community as people are um, taking their journeys out. And, you know, there's been some discussion of, you know, the, the, the 40 and 50 year olds and 60 year olds and the 20 and 30 year olds. We actually get quite a number of 20 year olds, um, not so many 30 year olds. So I don't know if they're, you know, we don't know why. They're just busy with life as I was in my thirties um, and, and not doing, you know, too busy focused on career and family and, and kids and um, not so much focused on our, um, what we might need to be doing within ourselves, um, which was part of my story and the struggle through all those years of knowing who I was, but not properly dealing with it. Yes. Um, what I what I love about this is I'm we're such a fan on my feminine heart of of advocacy and when you feel alone a way to have an instant family is giving yourself to something you know something that you're passionate about um, and in COVID it's hard to volunteer right now and it's hard to get out so you know for anybody who wants to get involved in a community this is such a safe place where they can go and interact from the comfort of their home. But then it can lead to bigger roles where you, you can give back. And Chloe, how long were you involved before you became an, an ambassador and, and moderator? Um, well, I joined in May of 17. And um, I was uh, given the opportunity to be a, a, an ambassador in November, I think it was, of 17. Okay. Uh, and by and by um, uh, by August, it was July August timeframe the, the following year that we started up Transgender Heaven. So uh, and I see people talking about it on there and um, and uh, actually I want to say hi to my best friend Hannah who I met at Crossfencer Heaven. 
um, she and I are just like peas and carrots. So, uh, so you know, you, you never know who you might meet. Um, you know, and we're only about an hour apart now, so we see each other all the time. Uh, so, you know, it, it, that's part of what we hope um, is that people move on to a full life, not just an online life. Um, so, and, and I, I, you know, having community in the DC area has really, uh, that helped me in uh, moving beyond uh, some of the problems I dealt with um, as I uh, came out to family and, um, and my workplace and, um, and, and having, having both an online support network and a, um, a somewhat local, I lived about two hours south at the time, but um, somewhat local community that I could go lean on um, was just so invaluable. Uh, to helping me endure some of the the fun stuff I went through, as as you you'll hear in the uh, videos. Yeah, um, and one of the things that you know you shared is that you know, you had LGBT support, I believe, in your work and in your community. But you, when you were experimenting with coming out and dressing, you didn't want to do that in your hometown where you were working. You wanted to go somewhere else where you wouldn't necessarily be recognized. Right. Yeah. 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 It was uh, well. It was kind of necessary. I actually managed. Uh, I was a manager at that uh, that place, and I actually had employees who were in the LGBT community and were very visibly out. And um, I felt like it would be a disservice to them to find out the wrong way, just like anybody else. Um, so I stayed away from uh, Charlottesville, is where I was at the time. I felt like it was uh, incumbent on me to to not be disruptive to their life. You know, suddenly their manager, they see their manager, you know, walking around the streets and they don't know this about about them. Um, so, but later on, uh, you know, work, work, we actually developed a project plan and, and, uh, and um, we followed through with it, uh, you know, came out to my colleagues, for, you know, the other managers first. Um, in a one-to-one -one fashion, just to um, to help maintain professional life, um, and because I felt that was and that, that proved to be true um, uh, in the long run. And um, but um, uh, you know, and then eventually, you know, we had a day where I I I had you know, working in healthcare, I had to have my badge had to match my uh, my legal name, and so we just work to plan around that. When would I get my, um, uh, my, my name changed? And of course we went to the courts and the court actually, the, the judge who was um, quite conservative actually called me in to court for my name change and then didn't show up. <laughs> uh, and the uh, surrogate judge just signed in chambers and I never even saw the judge, but that was the kind of things I was going through down there. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, uh, so, uh, the next day, uh, or that I knew when it was going to occur, so I um, told that was on I think it was on Thursday, and actually Donna's on here, but Donna was there with me, um, and uh, uh, but the next next day it was come out at work. Um, I came in as him, sat down with my team, told them it was a diversity session, and then proceeded to tell them this is about me. Um, and then uh, my boss just sat over there with his jaw on the table, looking at me like he couldn't believe it. He he was also uh, LGBTQ community, and um, 
uh, so, but I sat there and told them, and then I showed them a picture of what to expect when they came back in on Monday, and uh, and that's what happened. So yeah, it's amazing. One of the things that I love that you've shared is um, you're very honest through your interview, and one of my favorite quotes of yours is that you felt like sometimes you did it wrong. Yeah. Um, and I love that you were willing to share that and to share some of your advice for how to do it right. Um, you know, if in, in coins of advice, when people come up and they, they ask you if you could share one piece of advice, what would it be? You know, yeah, um, well, when coming out, love the person that you're telling the news to. Um, you know, you're about to change the dynamics of your relationship, whether you like it or not. Or you think you deserve to be recognized for who you are with, uh, but honestly, their their view of of what your relationship is is in their minds going to change. So what helped me, in in most of them, was just you know, reassuring them that what the news I was about to tell them is uh, is not. I don't expect it to change how we interact with each other. You know, whether it's co-worker or uh, a child um, or um, parents um, and that when I use that method it it, it uh, seemed to help a lot more so you know express that love that you have inside of you as is really uh, probably the best advice I would get um, and to, addressing uh, that relationship one-on-one addressing the relationship because that's really what you're doing is you're you know hey this the relationship's about to change um, you know, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be quite the same, but I'm still gonna be me inside. Really, you already know me. It's just gonna look different. So we have, um, we have so many comments coming in. One is from um, Leona. Leona's been commenting a lot tonight, um, and I'm not able to catch up on everything. But she said she just spoke to the head of HR today, and she's hoping to get this done this week. So congratulations, congratulations, Leona. That is. That is a big step. Um, so I, it sounds like, um, and, and Leona wrote me earlier and I don't wanna share anything um, that she had shared with me unless she'd like to share it herself, but just sharing that alone, that this is a week she wants to talk to HR. I, I'd like to ask you, Chloe, what are some emotions she's going to experience? And I'd love feedback from our audience members too. Um, okay, Leona says, I've been meeting with each one on my team and those that I've worked with for 10 plus years. That's good. That's what Chloe said is meeting with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine that that this process of coming out can be kind of like a roller coaster. I imagine that there's there's highs and there's lows and there's nerves and there's excitement. Um, what are some of the things that Leona can experience while she's going through this? Oh, she says that's that's fine, Cass. <laughs> And what are some of the things that Leona can experience um, after she started the coming out process? Are, are there any reverberations down the road? What, 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 how can we best prepare her? Um, well, be sure that you check in with those relationships afterwards. You're going you're gonna to feel euphoria. You're going to feel doubt. Um, uh, you know, did, was this the right decision? Was it the right time? Um, you know, just rest sure in yourself, knowing that your your time is your time, and if you've already made that decision to make that step, then it's right for you. 
Um, and so don't, don't, don't be doubting yourself, but it'll happen. Um, and that's when you need the support network around you, reach out to your friends or, you know, online. Um, and, um, but, um, uh, you know, and like I said, it'll be, there'll be the euphoric moments. And sometimes you got to, you know, kind of bring it back a little bit because, you know, the person you're with may not be ready for you to be euphoric. Um, you know, if it's a, uh, if it's a doubting spouse or a child who's, um, you know, still not too sure about it, or, you know, even, even your co, your co coworkers, um, or boss, you know, that they still want you to do the job. And, uh, so you may be excited to tell something about something that's changed for you. Um, that may not be the news they necessarily want to hear. So, you know, pick and choose the people you, you reveal things to after you've done the initial coming out um, in a, um, you know, in a, in a thoughtful way so that, um, you know, this, this is a person that's going to support me no matter what. So, that, you know, and that's going to be hard to do, um, to figure out uh, at work. Um, you know, the ones that, that I found were, you know, were going to stick with me were the ones that asked me out to lunch, um, uh, you know, after I came out. Um, you know, the others, you know, so hum, 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 you know, I actually had one guy uh, tell me he would take me out on a date after he saw my picture. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but, you know, that wasn't somebody to necessarily uh, lean on. But, um, but yeah, you'll, you'll just, you know, so, Leanna, you're going to be fine. Uh, it's, it, it's, um, but you're going to, you're going to run through those emotions and um, you just need to um, rest assured in yourself that being yourself is the right thing at any given time because uh, that's going to be the best thing you can um, uh, you can say to yourself when you don't have your bestie by your side um, you don't you know you're in the middle of a meeting or whatever um, those things are going to pop up in your head and you've got to focus on whatever it is you're doing at work um, and, um, and, and bring back the, you know, the euphoria that might get you sidetracked or get your mind on something else. Um, just, you know, check in with yourself and say, okay, I'm good. And I'll deal with that this afternoon or at lunch or wherever. And definitely take care of yourself at lunch. You know, if, if you're walking distance to a favorite place to eat, then go you know, enjoy, enjoy life as you. It's beautiful. And she's, um, she's been writing in some more. Um, when Danny Butler too, Danny says my HR was so supportive without that. I may have waited till much later. That's awesome. Danny and, um, Stephanie, um, I think she goes by Maggie. She says, I agree that I am the same inside only much happier. And Leona says three weeks ago, the clarity of what I need to do became a righteous conviction. I've come out to about eight individuals at work and all have been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Leanna, that's, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. Oh my goodness. Um, so Rowan says she just signed up for transgender heaven. Yay. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. She has been out for 30 months and is 70 years old. Congratulations, Brawlin. Congratulations. It is never, ever, ever too late. That is, that is awesome. I hope that you are, are enjoying life and everything with it right now. Um, yeah, we have a member on there who was 74 when she had her, uh, her gender confirmation surgery. Uh, so yeah, 
you know, it's never too late. Oh my goodness. And I see now an earlier comment from Leona that I had missed. She said Crossdresser Heaven was her first exposure to the community. So look at that Crossdresser Heaven. She's coming out of work. And she said, Chloe and a number of others helped me to come to terms in some of my darkest days. It was a wonderful and beautiful group of people. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you. Uh, just, just that's the love coming out and the wanting to share and give. So um, so that's the kind of environment you'll find there. Thank you, Leona. You know, and we never know the impact that we have on this world. And I'm just seeing so many sisters say hello back and forth to each other. It's so amazing. I am seeing some comments coming in about um, a bunch of people being born in the mid 60s um, and how there must have been something in the air back then. So Leanna, I will actually have you check out if you want. Um, was it August? Our August sister of the month, Dee Dee Allen, she did talk about, we, we spent a good bit of her interview talking about um, DES, my mind spaced for a second, DES. So she was a DES son. Um, and there is a theory there, they're finding um, physical connections for some people who are trans, had mothers who took DES maybe as early as 1931 up through the 70s, even though in, in 1961, I think it was proved that it did not do anything, but pregnant women were given DES as a um, supplement to prevent uh, miscarriage and birth defects and stillbirths um, in their pregnancy. And what it was was a big flood of estrogen. So there are many people who um, are trans and, and who have other, um, physical um, changes in their bodies that, you know, with their sex organs and their, their hormones, and they are tracing back that it could be connected to being um, a child of a mother who was given DES. So if that is, if, if there's anything about that, that kind of strikes a chord and we're not doctors and we're not saying that if you are trans, it's because of this, or if you're not trans, it's because of that. Um, it's just been something that some people have found that has made sense to them and given them clarity. And that was our back in our August episodes, we talked about it. So Dee Dee joined us live, just like Chloe is now. Um, and she was our sister of the month in August. So there's two episodes that you can watch that we really kind of delve into this topic. So if anybody is kind of wondering what was back in the air in the 60s, they're actually, they're saying there might've been not in the air, but in, in, in a pill. So um, that, was, that was one of the interviews that I just thought, wow. Um, you know, we all wonder, um, you know, why are, why are we here? Why are we the way we are? And, and for Didi, this, after almost 50 years of struggling in her marriage, when she made this connection, it actually kind of um, healed her marriage and kind of brought her wife on board. And, and, and it was just, it was incredible. Um, yeah, yeah if, I, if I may, Leona's, there was actually a time at Crossroads where we realized that there was just like this spike of people from 1965 for whatever reason I don't, I don't know if it was a statistical anomaly but for whatever reason we just recognized it and uh and I'm one of those I was born in 65 uh and my mother had had a couple of miscarriages prior to me and and had made the comment that quote they did everything they could to make sure she didn't miscarry again and Part of that was to go about 40 miles up to Parkersburg, where the only licensed um, obstetrician in the state of West Virginia uh, practice. 
Um, so that person would have known about you know some of the, the treatments available that others may not. So we don't know. It's lost the history. But uh, but yeah, there was something about mid sixties. Yeah. Who knows? And, that, and Leona says I, she says she remembers that episode and 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 she you know has asked her mother same not sure multiple miscarriages. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, and back with with um, Brawen and Brawen, I hope I'm saying your name the correct way. She said COVID's made being alone really difficult, and I'm very much enjoying life. So just very happy for you, Brawen. And yeah, COVID COVID's been rough. Um, you know, we have we do this episode for free almost every night. I mean, I mean almost every Tuesday night. Um, and then occasionally once a month or so we have, um, an episode that's just for our members. So we have a giant sisterhood and then we have kind of a little club member community. So, and you are welcome to join us every week. You can listen to almost every episode for free on like anchor Apple or, or Spotify and always join us here in the comments. We're so happy to have you. Um, and ladies, if anybody has any, um, questions for Chloe or stories that you would like to share, um, one of the things, Chloe, that um, that I loved is you have this comment, and I and I feel like I'm getting this fire from Leona. Um, is you said uh, what you called yourself? You bulldozed your closet. It's like you had <laughs> you had compartmentalized and completely repressed this part of you for decades. Like you yeah. knew you knew at thirty. I knew it at 29, yeah. Uh, I realized that I was, uh, at the time, I called myself transsexual. Um, and, but, you know, I had too many life obligations to, to pursue that for myself um, and came up with some crazy excuses uh, that all became part of that closet. And I, I talk about that as well. And, um, and but uh, there, we had a, an, a, an ambassador on there who was a, uh, she had transitioned and had her problem surgery back in, I don't know, 2012, 2010, I can't remember exactly. Um, and she, she made a comment to me one day that, um, you know, when you came out of your closet, you took a bulldozer to it. And that just turned into the closet dozer. So, um, so yeah, there, there's somewhere out there, there's a picture of a closet dozer. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, that, but that was the kind of people that were there, you know, they, they, we had a lot of fun with what we were going through too. It wasn't just all seriousness um, all the time. Uh, so we, we made it fun and, and, you know, hey, you're not, you're not alone. Uh, not that that's our website, but, um, you know, that's probably pretty, you know, the, probably the most accurate thing to say about support site is, you know, you, you cut company that's going through the same things you were going through and have been through so reach out um there, there are a number of support sites out there especially for so many of our sisters who were born in the 60s or earlier like yourself or even you know the 70s um you know it, the younger generations growing up with the internet they have access to all this information you were completely alone with with nothing you you knew what you saw in the tabloids or on Phil Donahue. Right. <laughs> that was that was the source of my information. So I came up with a million dollars of how much it would cost me to do my transition. Yeah, that was another one of the keys, you know, locks on my closet. That, you can't afford this. The average engineer at that point was only making 1.4 million in a lifetime. So how was I going to feed a family of three or four, including myself? Um, 
you know, on $400,000 for the next 30, 30 years. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's some of the you know stuff that I use to justify my own closet. Yeah. Some, there's plenty of others. <laughs> And, you know, to what I love about, um, you know, what we do when we share these stories is it's about, you know, connection and so many people, they feel so alone, especially if they haven't found these online resources or they didn't have access to them before. But, you know, it's about hearing your story too. I mean, you know, Chloe, you're a farm girl. You grew up in a farm family, like, 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 in would you call it Appalachia? Uh, well, yeah, I grew up in along the Ohio River on the West in West Virginia, um, in, a, in a little town called Ripley. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, but uh, yeah, my parents were from Virginia, and you know they were a farm. You know, Dad was raised on a on a farm uh, near Charlottesville, and um, that was the ethic that was you know my family and. Uh, but where I was, where I was raised was a town of about 3,000, and I was a paper boy to pretty much all 3,000 <laughs> at one point. I was living four newspaper routes in that town, um, so I kind of knew everybody, and, and just, you know, you, you, I, it was everybody from uh, the, the people up on, you know, with the, the mansions up on top of the hilltop all the way down to the folks that lived in and in uh, you know, small homes and trailers, um, and, and you just learn that people are people, and they all have needs and and want to be loved, and that's the world I grew up in, and my parents taught me to love all those people. So, I'm you know I am a product of my parents, uh, just not what they thought they had when they when I was born. So we have a question coming in. This is from um, Club Founder uh, Pat Stoffer. Um, I also call her mom. So uh, Patty would like to know, are you finding that your long-term friendships are more comfortable since you are now sharing yourself in a more comfortable and authentic way? And I'd like to add to that, you know, if you were the, the paper delivery kid, um, you know, and you knew everybody and you're in a small town, what were friendships like for you then versus now the relationships that you had with people? Oh, wow. Um, well, I, you know, I was a little bit confused and didn't understand why I was confused growing up. Um, and, and, and when we talk about long-term friendships, those are the ones I'm talking about, the ones in, in high school and, and you know, in the, in the primary school stuff, because beyond that, I moved every seven years. So I didn't really uh, put in deep roots anywhere I was at after that. Um, but um you know, at least five of those friends are friends of mine on Facebook, and we do chat every once in a while. Um, you know, we've all got our own lives, and but um, uh, they've been quite supportive of uh, of me um, at, since coming out. Uh, you know, because they still see the same person they knew, and, and they they thought I was crazy then because you know I was too busy. Just I'll be honest, in high school I drowned my way out because um, uh, I I didn't. Couldn't figure out why I didn't fit in with the guys. Couldn't figure out why I couldn't find a way to date girls very well. <laughs> so um, I ended up just partying my ass off. That's what I did. And um, and but um, and these 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 are all uh, five guys that uh, were were my best friends from high school. Um, yeah, they um, uh, and they're all over the country now. 
um, pretty much everybody I knew moved away from from that small town. That, that's a West Virginia thing anymore. Um, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it, they. I, I have not actually met any of them since, but I've got a a uh, a reunion coming up. Actually, the year I came out was a class reunion, and the way I came out, you know, I got a call from one of them uh, or text from one of them asking me to to uh, it, you know am I going to come this year finally because I hadn't come to the, the year two reunions before and I had I said I got something I got to tell you <laughs> and said and I'm not really in a good spot right now to be coming so I missed that one so uh, a couple years um, I will be going as myself maybe I don't know I still got to figure that one out whether I want to or not do um, it do it <laughs> Do All it. right. Okay, everybody. Yeah, shouldn't Chloe go to her reunion? Yes. We've been talking all night about life is short. These are yeah. you know, the friends of yours for for decades. Do it. There we go. Well, I, I would do it for them and a couple others that, that I've lost touch with. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. I mean, we're we're actually a fairly large class for such a small town, um, and so there's about 300 of us, um, which is kind of unheard over there, um, and uh, so we. Um, yeah, there's and there were some people I didn't get along with who, you know, bullied me. Um, uh, and I don't know how they might react. I don't know. Maybe maybe it finally dawned in their brains of why I was different and why they felt like they could pick on me. I don't know. If people picked on you, it was because of problems they were having. I wouldn't spend one minute worrying about them. Go right. and have fun. Is there a way to connect with your class on Facebook? And kind of let people know in advance that they're going to be meeting uh, Chloe. Uh, you know, I don't know. I I haven't actually looked. Um, I know they did the you know the classmates.com. I think is something that that they you know some connect on. But um, uh, there was you know probably 25 years ago uh, there was some other stuff that they were doing. But and I know when Facebook first came out, um, you know we we. I started on there pretty quick because I had kids that were on there and I needed to monitor what they, what they were doing. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then I found all these friends that I knew from, from uh, high school and, and there were some groups, but there was never a Ripley high school uh, group that I, that I knew of, but I haven't looked. So that's a good idea. I'll ask, I'll ask my friends. You, <laughs> you've got some support coming in. Um, Brown said, I went to my 50th reunion in 2019. It was amazing. Go, Chloe. <laughs> Hannah, you, Hannah, of your bestie, <laughs> is like, of course. Linda awesome. Ann, Linda Ann says, yes, go, girl. Um, oh, Linda Ann, after, after meeting Chloe last year and chatting about her experiences, especially given we both grew up in rural settings, she was one of several women who inspired me to transition. Chloe is uh -oh. awesome. Oh my God, Linda. Thank you, Linda. Thank oh you, Linda. Uh, you're, she's, she's blossomed. God, my, she's a I, I watch her and it's like, wow, watch her go. <laughs> Linda was on Trans Tuesday last week. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, wow. She, you know, and she's uh, very active in the local meetup group um, mm -hmm. and been holding um uh, Zoom sessions with uh, with them, and I'm sorry, Linda, I haven't been on as much. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm on Zooms all the time, uh, so uh, and, and it's it's just getting this everywhere. So, um, 
I get, yeah. I get zoom fatigue. So I don't do a lot so that I'm fresh for this. Like it's, yeah, it, 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 yeah. it, it you have to self monitor how much you're on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fortunately, so, yeah, I was gonna say, fortunately for work, I don't have to actually be on video. We, we use it, but it's only audio because there's usually about 10 of us in the room and nobody wants to see each other in their pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom says you will, and I knew she would be a fan uh, of this because she loves her high school. Um, she had like the quintessential high school experience. She says, I'm closer to my high school friends now than I was in high school. Um, our love has grown and we have matured. I love mine. Our class has their own private group on Facebook, which is just for us. And it's amazing. Oh my goodness. Ashley Brundage says, we love Chloe Webb. <laughs> Hannah's Thank with you. She says, Linda's been doing fantastic. We've got like all these cheerleaders. It's just so amazing. Oh, Brawen says she did introduce herself to her class via Facebook before going. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I've already changed my name on um, on classmates, um, but I haven't talked to anybody through it, so uh, so I don't know. I don't know if they noticed or not. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, but yeah, I, I I don't keep this secret, but I don't lead with it uh, always um, at work and things like that. Um, but yeah, actually this week I uh, talked to a guy that I work with who actually lived about eight miles from where I lived down in Charlottesville. Uh, and his wife actually taught my daughter in a, in a uh, youth group at church. And so, yeah, we, I, I finally, I just said, I got to address the elephant room. <laughs> so I, it doesn't bother me that, you know, um, so, uh, you know, at, but I just, you know, I don't think it's going to affect my work, but it doesn't bother me if you know. I don't really don't care who knows. I just don't. To me, here I'm doing a job, and uh, and it's it, it where I'm working now is fantastic, um, and so I couldn't you know, despite COVID and how it actually started this year off for me because I lost two jobs in the middle of it because of because of COVID. Uh, for one of them was COVID, the other one was something else, but. Um, uh, those contract work anyways um but uh this latest one is just uh you know uh, i hope it turns into a full-time job um at the end of the year yeah this is um you really got hit in covid <laughs> like you have had a roller coaster of this year for sure yeah well you listen listen to the videos uh you'll see you know to me i i, I uh you know i let me say it. I think divine providence kept me going through all of it, and um, and and Hannah. <laughs> and she got me too much. Hannah got me like, through my darkest time. I feel like that's like a theme for your interview too. And Hannah, thank you so much. I feel like, like I think Lindsay Taub said it best. She says, "Where you see Chloe, you'll see Hannah, and where you see Hannah, you'll see Chloe." Like those two. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> like what peas and carrots you're just always together oh yeah. yeah 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 i love her she's she's yeah the, 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 probably the the best thing that could have happened to me um uh in in all this mess that i've been through so thank you hannah well and i feel like there's um you know in the community when especially for people who who are have not transitioned or they don't even know if they would or they ha may not have even dressed yet like they just kind of think about what do they want i feel like i see this longing to be a girlfriend to have girlfriends and you know girl time 
and you know that bestie girlfriend and I feel like like you and Hannah should probably come on the show together sometime um yeah (laughs) just to talk about like female friendship and like how special that is yeah I'm up for it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean there's there you know when you especially in times like this when people are feeling so alone it's so important to have multiple levels of socialization and connection yeah I mean we'll call each other up over lunch hour text each other through the day I mean it's uh, it's hardly a day. Although this last week, I don't know what happened. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we we keep in touch all the time. But uh, she's got a lot of room, big news going on right now. So, uh, but that's for her to tell. Yeah. Well, Hannah says she's in. So think about it, ladies. I'm 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 thinking we got something coming up that's going to be really beautiful, really beautiful. Um, however, like we can inspire hope and love and positivity and and help people realize there you can have the future that you're thinking about um you know if if you want it it can be there for you and and you have a you have opportunities for groups of people everywhere that you can make friends with and and connect with um Oh my goodness. It, I just, I, you've got so much love coming in. I can't even keep up with the comments. Honest to goodness. Cannot even keep up. We've got one from Kim McCullen. Kim, Kim, we miss Hi, you. Kim. I haven't talked to Kim in forever. Um, Kim says, my friends have all been so very supportive and, and happy for me after I shared this important part of me with them. Each of them have said they could see something in me, but this was not what they were expecting, but it makes sense to them about me. That is kind of confusing, but I hope it makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah. And that's what you're saying too. You know, um, it's, you know, sometimes people are like, there's something special about this person, not sure what it is. And then boom. Yeah. You just click when it happens. Um, And I can tell you, it's not like any guy friendship that I ever had. (laughs) So, so yeah, Um, uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I just, you know, it, it helps keep me moving forward and stable and, uh, and, and it's part of my happiness. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Girlfriends are the best friends, hands yeah. down, hands down. So when everybody goes to watch, um, Chloe's interview, remember it's going to be in two parts, you're going to hear, um, all these amazing things. She started dressing very, very young in this big farm family, uh, you know, from along the Ohio River in West Virginia. You're going to hear about her growing up, um, you know, in, in, in the early life. And then, you know, I, and then part two, things just start happening because, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, you have what an engineering background, right? Right. Yeah. My dad was a civil engineer, or yeah, that was. He- Still have my dad, love him, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a civil engineer for in, for highway department for 40 years. Yeah, and you know, you're so smart. You've worked in IT and healthcare, and I feel, you know, one of the things you're going to ta- see is like Chloe just comes up with reason after reason after reason after reason that she cannot transition for decades knowing this was, you know, the future, but all these reasons not, and then I love that, you know, you talk about you're the bulldozer, you just, all these reasons you build up, boom, you knock yep. them down. Um, 
Yeah, I, well, I had a therapist helping me through that, but because <laughs> uh, yeah, that, there was a lot of stuff that uh, that were um, you know, artificial or um, things that um, uh, were just uh, you know things that I had built up a little bit or way too big in my own mind as as barriers. So yeah, um, uh, and it was like it was like peeling the layers of an onion off to get or or, or as I, one point I described it as, you know, closet upon closet upon closet upon closet. And we just worked on them one by one. And eventually it's like, okay, okay, there's nothing left. <laughs> nothing left in the way. Um, but I'd already made the decision to transition by a point. We were at that point anyway. So I just needed to get my own crud out of the way. Well, you've done a beautiful job and you literally have changed people's lives. People are coming on here talking about you or their inspiration for transitioning. They remember you in these chat rooms. Um, you know, what an incredible experience um, to even, you know, just go online and to be able to connect with people and help other people change their lives while you're changing your own life. Chloe, thank you so much for everything that you have done for this community. And we are definitely having you back. I think we're definitely going to have a girlfriend's episode. Hannah, get ready. We're going to get this in the works. We're going to have a whole like girlfriend slumber party or something. We'll, we'll, it'll be super fun. Um, so ladies, want to let you know some special stuff that is happening because we are changing things up for December. Um, and this is the first that we're going to be sharing this. So one next week, wine tasting with Elizabeth Taylor, um, club members are welcome to join us on zoom to drink wine and taste test wine with Elizabeth. Um, and then everybody can join us afterwards. So I've been emailing out the information of the wines we're going to be drinking and the wines you can buy. It's from a very specific, it's the Willamette Valley region of Oregon. Um, but if you are not getting my emails, email me info at CassandraStorm.com and I will definitely make sure that you are on the list and getting this vital information. Um, two, so we are not going to have, Chloe is the last sister of the month for 2020. The last solo sister, I should say, because in December, we are opening up for all our club members to be sisters of the month. And instead of um, me always being up here every week, at the end of the month for over the holidays, we're going to have a collection of well wishes from our club members. So club members, get ready. I'm going to be sending out a special email. This is your chance to send beautiful messages out to the community because the holidays can be such a rough time. Every month, I traditionally take one episode away from the general public and we stream it directly to our club members, not in December. In December, from Thanksgiving through New Year's, every episode is free to the public. We're opening it up for anybody and every episode is gonna be featuring a really special advocate for the community. We're gonna be talking, or and somebody who supports the community and we're gonna have a lot of tools and strategies we're gonna talk about to get you through holidays so that the holidays can be fun and don't necessarily have to be stressful. So we're literally starting it with wine 
right before Thanksgiving with Elizabeth and our club members on Zoom. And we're ending it with our club members and their well wishes at the end of December. And then, um, yes, we have so many exciting, exciting things coming up. We're, I'm so thrilled um, with the community that we have. Chloe, thank you so very much for being here for the week of transgender awareness, for giving your time and so much honesty in your interview. I'm telling you guys, when when you listen to Chloe speak in her interview, it's like tonight. It's so, I mean, I feel like I'm manic sometimes on here when I'm speaking. She's so soft. And you know, it's it's so beautiful, you know, in listening to you unravel your story. It's it's gonna be the perfect thing to listen to while you need a break from the stress of your week. You just just put on Chloe. And you can, and she has so many pictures. If you're a club member, you will see all these pictures of her in the video. It's great. It's great. Um, but everybody, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Hannah says centerfold. Um, I can fold that too. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brown wants to know when will club membership open up again? So it's going to open up um, February 1st, 2121 is when we're reopening. Um, so, uh, send me an email actually, Bron, I think I already put you on my email list. I think you just sent me one. I'll make, I'll make sure, you know, Jamie Kendall. Thank you, Chloe, for what you're doing and what you've done. You're amazing. Keep it up. Love you and miss you, sis. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> Miranda Jones says, quote, reasons to not transition the 12 volume <laughs> collection available from fine bookstores everywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. I we think need much again to talk about that, Miranda. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Miranda says, I think I'm still writing that. Um, yeah. You know, and, and Miranda, Miranda, I was going to say, Miranda is probably the closest person living that as far as proximity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hannah says, um, that's the amazing part. She carried so many people while working on it herself. Oh my goodness. That is such a beautiful way to put it. That's right, Hannah. I mean, it's like, you think you have to be so far an accomplisher that you have to have transitioned or you have to have uh, gotten so far in your own life. You don't have to be at the top of the mountain to help somebody else up along the way with you. And that's, I feel like Chloe, that's what you did. You helped people up the mountain when you hadn't even reached the top yourself, right? Isn't that what a, a party of climbers does? Yeah. You know, you, you don't get up the top and then say, yeah, get your butt up here. <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're helping each other all the way up. So, uh, and sometimes you find a Sherpa that can help you figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, but we're not calling you our Sherpa. You're our guide. <laughs> You're a beautiful guide up the mountain. Chloe, thank you. Ladies, thank, thank you very much. Um, have a beautiful evening. Much love to you all. Look for um, Chloe's interview this Friday and sign up for, we already have the event listed for our wine tasting with Elizabeth next Tuesday. See you all then, ladies. Thank you and good night. Bye, everyone. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.